Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And we are really excited to have you here. And it is a brand new year. Well, today we are going to be talking about how to land your next job. Just give you a small hint on what today's show is about. We'll be discussing on how to land your next job and best practices, websites to use, how to follow up, and much, much more. Your career, your life, your money, your business, your life full-time. It's now time for the Paul Sandu Show with your host, Paul Sandu. Hello, everyone. I'm Letitia with Paul Sandu Industries, and I wanted to say welcome to our podcast. Hey, Letitia, it's great to see you and thanks for being on our podcast today. And I am obviously Paul Sandu and we're really excited to have you here. By the way, it's a brand new year. And so with that being said, well, there's a lot of great opportunities that are out there. And Letitia, I know you. we were just talking about this a few minutes ago about really some people losing their jobs right now, unfortunately, in the job market. And we've heard about several of them, such as we've heard before, whether it's been LinkedIn, Amazon, uh, Google, several others, big and small companies. So I think at this point, a lot of our people really need to hear about our next topic is how to land their next job. And that's what we'll be talking about today. So without further ado, uh, Ladisha, why don't you go and get started? Well, I believe our first topic is uh, landing the next job. And I say that you need to be specific about your career choice so that you can have great focus on the next job that you want to land. Um, it's very easy to get distracted. There's so many jobs out there available, but when you have one and you're specific with it, it's easier to land that job. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, you without having a target, it's like if you try to define the bullseye, it's very, very, very challenging. That kind of brings us into our, our next step, really about, you know, our next topic is really, you know, about um, landing that job. But how is that going to happen? I think, you know, Letitia, I think a lot of our clients seem to think that, hey, I've got this magical resume out there and they're just going to, land a job in, a, in in two seconds if they go out and apply for 200 jobs. Is that really true? No, not at all, because you have to think about it. That recruiter is not only receiving your resume, he may be receiving thousands of resumes that he has to go through. So your resume needs to stand out. Absolutely. And there's also one other thing that a lot of people seem to forget is that, well, that piece of paper, you need to really have a connection and what I mean by a connection is, is that are, do you have somebody that, that you can call today for your next interview? And a lot of people don't. They don't have those connections. And that's really where you need to build out some relationships. What we tell all of our clients is, is that they need to pick out, you know, seven to ten companies that they really want to work for and then go forward with that and build out relationships with those companies. I'll tell you a short story, you know, way back in my career days before being a, a, a career coach, you know, I, I basically kept a relationship with a person 
all through LinkedIn. And that's what I tell all of our clients is that you need to be able to have that across the board because that's what gets you your next job. And a lot of people don't realize this. Well, for me, I kept in touch with the recruiter throughout the entire time. The recruiter forgot about me. Then all of a sudden, next thing you know, um, they called me out of the blue saying, well, I'm sorry, I lost your resume, but I'm, are you still interested in the position? And I said, yes, uh, I am. And I, I was ready to, um, to get started. And he goes, great. Well, I'll send you the uh, offer letter and we'll get everything started. And, and I got my offer letter within two days in the mail. And I, you know, those are really important points that people need to understand. Relationships are everything when it comes to building uh, out and landing that next job in terms of that. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about our next topic, Leticia. So the next topic is websites you should, you should use. And as you mentioned, LinkedIn is a great website to use. You can start your relationships with the different recruiters or even just other team members of that, of that company that you're seeking to work for. Indeed and ZipRecruiter, those two are really good sources to find the careers you're looking for. No, those are really good websites, honestly. There's also one other thing I think everybody should also know is along with that, you know, these websites have a great tool. They both have, actually all of them have basically apps. You can get notified of a message from a recruiter on there. Um, you can talk to a recruiter on there. Um, also, jobs come through on there. Um, I'll, I will say that in terms of uh, algorithms and what how the best system works, ZipRecruiter does an amazing job of really just easily just one tap and you can easily just apply to a job. And I remember my career a long time ago, I landed one of my jobs just because of ZipRecruiter and it was amazing, you know, and, uh, and believe it or not, what happened is, is that ended up going in and it turned out to be a great career with that company. But a lot of people don't realize that these apps that are out there that are part of these companies actually go out and do most of the searching for you and can bring back jobs. So what I tell people is you need to set up that part of the system so that you have that ready. So it also sends you alerts automatically and every day sends you basically jobs that you're looking for in terms of that. that right. Indeed has a great tracking system. So you're not sending your resume to the same position three and four times. It, it, it also will let you know if your resume has been viewed. So I really like Indeed. Yeah, no, it, it's a very good system. Um, all right, well, let's talk about the next thing because I think the next topic is really important. This is kind of where what you're kind of segueing into, but how to really follow up. I think I think that's where most people typically fail, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, it, you know, it, people say, I'm going to go, you know, I lost my job, you know, a day ago, and now this weekend I'll be sitting at home applying for 200 jobs. Okay, well, you'll be applying for the 200 jobs, but what happens after that? I don't know. I'll just win a lottery. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Right. And, <laughs> follow up. Yeah, you absolutely. 
I want to follow up. And people don't realize this. And this kind of goes back to what I talked about earlier is, is that um, when I talk to people, you know, and I meet with people, they think that automatically their resume is just going to come up in the thin air at the top of the recruiter's pile and then they'll get called. It doesn't work that way. Again, it goes back to relationships. It goes back to follow-up, which is our topic. And that is so important. You should have a list of all the companies that you've, like, I mean, most of the companies out there that you basically apply on already have a list of jobs that you applied for. But also, if you get a phone call, you should be making a list of all those individuals that, that are contacting you with their names, phone numbers, and all that. We actually have a list here uh, for sale here at Pulse News. Or if you're a client, you can get it for free. And it's really amazing because it tracks everything. You can track your interviews. You can track where you are. So every week, you know exactly where you are every day in terms of where that job is at. So you can keep that moving. Your job is to make sure that those guys that are looking to hire you are taking the next steps and the recruiters are taking the next steps. If you don't have a list and no notes, you have no clue. It's like literally you're sitting around waiting around to see what's going to happen. And that and just you doesn't drive have to be proactive. Yeah, you just gotta be proactive. And you're not you can't wait around for them just to deliver because they're not gonna deliver. They just have too many people at this point. So just remember that. Yeah. Yep. And that kind of leads to our next topic is, which is what to do if the recruiter calls you for on a spot screening and you're not ready. So it, I was always told, if you're not ready, you better get ready. <laughs> Absolutely. So the thing <laughs> is, is that my thought is you should always have an elevator speech in your head. You know, even though you, once you first start looking you should always have your elevator speech ready for you. Um, and then you should uh, also know why you're leaving your current position. Have your, that speech ready. You know, you can't just, oh, well, you know, I always hear people say the money, but that should not be your main focus. That should not always be your main focus of why you're leaving your uh, current position. And not only that, when they ask you what salary are you looking for, don't just have a number. You know, have a range, um, 90000 to 110000 I mean, that that's a good range for them to work with. You know, you, you want to kind of give them options and give yourself room to for them to wiggle with. Yeah, I mean, that's really important because you, you get these calls randomly, like, Let's say you spent the weekend applying for 200 jobs like Joe over here and maybe, and then all of a sudden you get a call. That's interesting, you know, and then uh, you, they're going to have a list of questions for you. And sometimes you're, you'll be sitting in the car going from point A to point B and you got to answer these questions. So you need to have answers and be ready or have them on your phone or something so that they're, they're there in front of you, um, exactly. you know, because a lot of times they just randomly call you and they just, their job is just to screen you and then make sure that you've got that ready. All right. So with that being said, you know, well, that kind of brings us into our next topic. Okay. Well, let's just say for instance, you know, um, you know, Sally decides to call you and, and says, well, you know, our managers reviewed your resume, um, 
has they've read you know everything that you and I have talked about. Uh, we want to bring you in for an interview. Well, there are some steps that you you definitely need to take prior to going in for the interview because if you don't take those steps, you could be short sighted and left hanging, and you may not look like the best candidate. And I'm sure all you guys want to look like the best candidate, right? Yeah, you can't just rely on wearing a nice suit in your resume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and whether that's not it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that may not work out well, especially if you're on video conference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, you need to prepare for that interview. And how do you do that? Well, let's talk about that. Well, there's a few things that you need to ask, you know, before obviously uh, while you're confirming that interview, who are you going to be meeting with? Is it going to be a panel interview? Um, what's the names of the people that you're going to be meeting with? Do you know their titles? So what you want to do is get that information first so that you can look them all up on LinkedIn and, and get to know them and how long they've been around. Why do you do that? Well, the reason why you do that, when you walk into the interview, at least you know who all these people are. Secondly, you can build a relationship faster. For instance, if somebody went to New York University, for instance, and you saw that and you went there, you could easily say, hey, you know what? I saw on your LinkedIn that you built that you went to New York University. It's a good icebreaker to build those relationships going in. And I cannot tell you the number of panel interviews I've been on, um, you know, when I've been around recruiting, we just finished some the other week and it was crazy. I mean, um, people don't know how to build relationships, believe it or not. And so you really need to be careful about that um, so that you understand that the relationships, again, come to everything. The other thing you need to know is, okay, let's talk about the, some of the questions they're going to ask you. And I'll just give you the top ones from my being an, working in HR for the last over 20 years is the first, one of the main questions are, okay, well, tell me about yourself. Well, when the people say that, that doesn't mean that you're going to say, my name's Sally, and that you're going to be telling them I live in, uh, I don't know, what uh, DC, and I live on this street, and I've been in living in DC for 24 years. They don't <laughs> want to know anything about that. Yeah, and I like bowling. <laughs> yeah, they want to know, they want to know about, please take me through your, it's just another way to really take you through the resume. Well, you know, I've worked in, you know, engineering for 20 years. I've done XYZ and I really feel that this position is a great fit for me because I've done these and give specific examples at, you know in there so that to show that you've done really great things and and that you can justify it that's what they're looking for and and you don't have to make it very long you can read off your resume and if hopefully your resume was done correctly if you don't have one then obviously um something that we do but you want to have all that stuff ready so that when you walk in, you're ready. But also, um, along with that, you know, just give them a short summary. And then the next questioner is going to be like typically about, all right, well, give me some situation examples that happened. Or how did you handle this situation? Or how did you handle that situation? You know, um, you want to be ready for those types of questions. One of the big questions they ask you is, why did it, why should we hire you. Why, why do you want this job? So you want to be able to have those types of questions answered. So a lot of people don't understand walking in the door. Wow. 
that's a lot of questions. Yes, it is. It's an interview. So, you know, they, re they really and need you to need to tell them what would make you the best candidate for that position. Absolutely. Because, you know, you know, and I know that a lot of times people seem to miss that part and then they'll go, well, the interview didn't go well. And, and kind of going back to also, uh, well, I'm not going to jump into that one because that's your, one of your next topics. But, but one of the things that you, you really need to hammer on is, is knowing, um, you know, what they're looking for. I think it's really important because if you don't know, then you're just going to be all over the place. But the other thing, the other questions that you should also know answers to is, you know, are you a team player? How well do you work with teams? Uh, how do you stay organized and prioritize your work? when things just get, you know, miscombobulated all over the place because there's different tasks, you know, we all have that that happen. So all these different things are really important that you need to do to be able to be ready. And I can't emphasize enough, just being prepared. You, you need to have answers. You can write these answers down before you go into the interview, um, you, you know, and I think that's going to be really important. So, so Letitia, I think, you know, we answered quite a bit of questions. I think there's there's some questions I think, you know, that we need to talk about on the next topic that they should probably ask. Exactly. So these are the questions that you should really ask the recruiter so you can know more about the position in the company that you could be potentially working for, which is why are they looking to fill this position? Like what happened with the last candidate? You want to know that type of thing. Um, what is it like to work with the team of, of the, that company? Um, how is the supervisor? Those are things that you definitely want to know. Are there challenges to that position? Um, because you want to be prepared for those type of things. And, 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 what, and as I said before, what are they looking for in a candidate? I mean, you want to really want to know exactly if that's the place for you, because just because they're looking and it's a job and you're you're looking for a job, you don't want to just take anything. You want to definitely be have work for a place where there's a good fit, that where you're going to be working, that you're really going to like it and you're going to do things that would be beneficial to you as well as the company. Absolutely, and there's one other key question that we're kind of faced because of the the pandemic was. You know, everybody's been working from home, you know, whether this position's going to be working from home or it's going to be hybrid or what it's going to be. The thing I want to tell everyone, too, it's going to be really important, too, is, you know, um, really, uh, are you flexible? Because right now, uh, I think we have about a 50-50% ratio. Part of the workforce is still working from home and the other half is going into the office, but that's going to continue to change over and evolve over time where eventually everybody will be some, some point coming back at, at some point. And I think that's going to be uh, really important across the board. And you just want to be prepared for that um, so that you're ready. And the thing is you got to be flexible. I mean, a lot of people just are not flexible Definitely. Uh, either. So that's going to be really, really important in terms of that. So, yeah, so I think, you know, I think we've discussed quite a few things that hopefully will help a lot of people across the board. I think this is something that was well needed that we just 
hadn't really featured on one, any of our podcasts out there. Um, and during this year of 2023, we are going to be focusing on a lot of great stuff across the board. So, wow, we actually went over a lot of different things that, that we uh, got together. So that's pretty much it. End of our podcast. Letitia, it was great spending time with you today. Oh, yeah, definitely. And of course, if there's anything that you missed and you feel that you still need the help, you can definitely reach out to us at paulsanduindustries.com. Absolutely. And also, don't forget, if you want to contribute to us, um, you can contribute us on My Coffee, uh, Buy Me a Coffee as well, or uh, some of the other platforms that we have. Uh, our, our wonderful person who does all of our producing will list that below in, in the notes. And um, also, we would like to say thanks to uh, one of our new sponsors. We haven't put it out there yet, but we wanted to recognize them because they've been really awesome. And we will be actually putting them on our other site here shortly. Uh, thank you, Jamoda Bag, for also helping sponsor this as well and being one of our sponsors. And it, if you've not tried out Modabag, go M-O-D-O-B-A-G.com and try out one of their bags. They have a phenomenal bag that lets you ride from point to point in the airport like no one else. So go try it out. And uh, thanks for listening. And we hope to see you on the next podcast. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Paul Sandu Show. Whether you have questions on our services, looking for advice, or something else, we're here to help. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn. Or contact us today at info at paulsanduindustries.com. Or call us at 202-545-7577.